Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! That bad boy open right here. This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we uh, we take whatever band or artist we're doing and we uh, we listen to all their records uh, and we rank them. Before. We rank them from worst to best, and we also give our biggest banger from each of them. My name is Tyler. Way out there, hundreds of miles away. Way out there in the ether is Jeff. Uh, go to Apple Podcasts. Go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. We also have a voicemail. Or we have a phone number you can call. Leave us a voicemail. Send us a text. That phone number is 503-893-5307. So get into that. We will probably listen to what you have to say and, you know, maybe do an episode on whatever you recommend. Who knows? Who knows? But, uh, yeah. So let, let's before we get into the rankings, though, we do our Six Degrees of Tom DeLonge. If you don't know what that is, same idea of Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, but between Tom DeLonge and the Artist of the Week. I know Jeff doesn't have one, but that's fine. I just have one because this might be kind of a long episode. So Yeah, that's why I didn't do it. That's fine. So I'll just go through mine real quick because I was kind of proud of it. Okay. So you may not be, but whatever. I don't care. So we start with uh, No Effects, obviously, because they're, they're the band of the week. And uh, they had a book that came out several years ago called Hepatitis Bathtub. One of the better books I've read about a band, like an autobiography book. Actually, the best autobiography book I've ever read. It was very funny and very interesting. Great stories. So get into that. But uh, Hepatitis Bathtub, um, if you listen to the audiobook version, which I recommend, which you did as well, yeah. if you listen to that one, Tommy Chong does the uh, the voice for, or reads like the ex- excerpts from a band member who didn't want to be a, a part of the, the audiobook or the book itself. So we, we go to Tommy Chong, who is in the Jay and Silent Bob reboot from 2019, which <laughs> I didn't even know existed. Uh, he was in that. Uh, then we go to the Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back movie from, I think, what was that, 2002 or 2003 or something like that? So we go to that. We go to Shannon Elizabeth because she was in that movie. Yeah. Shannon Elizabeth was in American Pie, and Tom DeLonge was also in American Pie mm. for one very brief scene. So there you go. There you go. That was a very roundabout. I mean, there's so many easy ways I could have gone. But I wanted to go a roundabout way, and I was kind of proud of this one. So I mean, there you go. No effects was ingrained in the in the in the punk community in the '90s and 2000s and 2010s, and it looks like going to be the 2020s. So yes, correct. So much. Correct. That's it. So yeah, that's 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 all I got for my six degrees. Okay, that's um, fine. So then let's get into our rankings. Like I said, we're gonna do uh, the least best to the best and give us give our biggest banger some of them we'll probably get through pretty quick because there's 14 fucking records and that'll just be way too long so what do you got jeff for number 14 the 14th worst <laughs> record least best record this this is the only record of theirs i did not oh enjoy God. at all no, no. i think this is a bad record i, I think this oh, is I hate it. I'm so nervous. I just I think this is this is dumb. Like the songwriting just doesn't reflect a band of this stature. And that's you ready? 
No. That's self-entitled. Oh, okay, okay. Self-entitled. Okay. Their 12th oh, album yeah. from 2012. This came out when these guys were in their 40s, their mid-40s. And mm-hmm. it's fucking dumb. Like, again, the songwriting just doesn't reflect a band that has aged. This is some, like, the way they're writing songs here are some, like, 15-year-old songwriting shit. It's not funny. <laughs> it's very aggressively political and stupid, mm-hmm. but not in, like, a witty, stupid way. It's just, it's dumbed down. And these, I just, I expected so much more. And this was, this was pathetic. I thought this was truly pathetic. Really? Yeah. I thought this was embarrassing. This is the most embarrassing thing that they've done. This is more embarrassing than their their Vegas shooter comments. This is embarrassing. <laughs> this was terrible. Wow. I can't believe you didn't like this one. I can't even believe they put this out, to be honest. This was fucking pathetic. This was awful. There was not like not one song on no, it. No, I have no I have no bangers. This was awful. This was hard That's to get unbelievable. through. I thought this is their twelfth album, so we still had two more after this. And I yeah. thought there's no fucking way. I dude, there's no way that I'm gonna be able to get through the last two. Wow, I'm fucking surprised. <laughs> this was so bad. So bad. I can't believe that. I can't believe you hated it. I hated this. This was this is sub one. Wow. I, I I don't even give this a one. This is like fucking point five. This is awful. That's shocking. I, I, I can't believe this. They've written some bad songs. Like they have some bad songs. Some songs that are just plain dumb. And I'll talk about them later on too. Not just in the album of the week, but this is just <laughs> like, dude, this is just stupid. Like you guys are better than this. Even like uh-huh. three albums deep, you're writing better songs than this. Ten albums deep, you're writing better songs than this. Obviously, because this is my last one. The next two albums, you wrote better songs than this. <laughs> I don't know what happened here. They fucked up. Wow. Okay. That's I'm surprised. <laughs> so that was that was your number fourteen. Unbelievable. Yeah. You don't and I can't believe you don't because there's some there are a few bangers on that record. No, there's so. none. This this album sucks. There are. There are. Uh let's see here. So my number fourteen is their newest record, single album. Uh it's their fourteenth record, obviously, because they have only fourteen records. Um I I don't think any of their records are bad. I will say that. None of them are bad. And it's just the my my bottom two are just kind of forgettable. They're not there's nothing there that really stands out too much and it's just kind of like run of the mill no effects. Like it's they didn't take anything that was great from their earlier records or really expand on it. They just kind of I feel like they were just kind of going through the motions. Maybe not lyrically, but but musically I kind of feel that way. Um but yeah, Birmingham, if I had to pick a banger it would be Birmingham because this is like one of the this is like a cool kind of straight up punk songs with like some really cool like melancholy kind of feeling to it. Like the way he's kind of delivering the vocals and everything. And also I really like the way he pronunciates uh pronounces pronunciates fucking sound like mm-hmm. an idiot. Pronounces um <laughs> fuck man. Pronounces Birmingham. Yeah, other than that, this this album I think this is like maybe the second or third. No, I think the third time I've listened to this record. So just whatever. I don't really care for it. But it's not bad. Just they have 13 better records. So what do you got for number 13? Okay. Uh, 13. Okay, heavy pudding. Zoom. Yeah. It's fucking terrible, dude. That's wrong. Like your your single album is wrong. But that's fine. Um, well, you probably got to say your number two. Yeah, just my like number two. Cut. Thank you. Uh, Liberal Animation, their first album. Now, so so I have four tiers of No Effects albums. I have the bad, 
Mm-hmm. I have kind of like what you're saying, just going through the motions. I think those are just, they're fine. They're good. I would never dislike them. I, I listen to them in their entirety and they're fine. And then I have like the mm-hmm. good albums and then I have the untouchables, but I only got three untouchables. Okay. So this we'll is the, this, we're done with the bad. Everything out of here is not bad. It's at least, that's pretty cool. I like it. I enjoy it. And that's liberal animation. Their first album. It's just straightforward okay. punk. Nothing really special about it. But again, it's not bad. It's just a little grating. And some of like the wit and jokes are lost in his delivery because you can't really hear. You can't pick up on what's going on. And that's kind of what <laughs> no effects like perfected later on. And I don't yeah. I don't have anything bad to say about this. I don't have a banger for me on this one either. But that's not because I hate it. It's just because, you know, it's everything sounds the same on this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. I totally understand. Yeah. All right, so number 13, Liberal Animation for you. Number 13 for me is First Ditch Effort, 13th record. This is, um, so so my, my bottom two picks are just like, I'm fine if I never listen to these records again. It's cool, like whatever. I just, I don't care because they're just not bad, but I just, I'd much rather listen to something else from the band. And yeah, First Ditch Effort, it was, uh, much like single album like they could be one in the same really and the only song that i that i kind of like off this one is oxymoronic because i i think the lyrics are clever the video was clever and uh outside of that the record is just i don't know transvest light was was an interesting song lyrically because it kind of like was talking about mike's what he was going through and but outside of that you know it's just i don't know it's whatever. First ditch effort. Okay. It's what, yeah. So that, that's that's my number thirteen. What do you got for number twelve? Okay. Um S and M Airlines, their second album, nineteen eighty nine. And uh this is kind of like their first album. Like this is like you know, if you take out Liberal Animation because it's completely different than anything they've ever done. S and M Airlines is like their first album. And it's it's cause it's got the classic no effect sound presentation. It's enjoyable. It's fun to like hear them getting, you know, getting their bearings together a little bit. Mm-hmm. Kind of starting up with their no effect sound. It's it's fine. Vanilla Sex, I thought was funny. Starts off kind of rock and roll sounding, that twanginess of the guitar. And then there's, you know, I don't know, it gets snotty and fast. It's, it's fun. It's good times. That's what no effects is known for. Yeah. But All right. I, I will say, too, that that my, I, I, I color-coded everything. My bad was red. My <laughs> mediocres are orange. My goods are green. My untouchables are blue. I would only buy my wow. top six on vinyls. Oh, it's still a lot. That's a lot of no effect. Yeah, no effects is a good band. Like they're a great band. Mm-hmm. They've they've done good stuff over and over and over. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like they don't write the same fucking song over and over and over. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like true. they're still good and I like that same song they've done a thousand times, but I'm not gonna pretend it's not there. That's very true. All right, so number twelve was um SNM Airlines for you. Number 12 for me is Liberal Animation, first record. Uh, yeah, this song, this album is, is it's hard to kind of sometimes differentiate between the different songs and it's not bad. It's just really, it's, it's good punk music. Like if you just want to listen to straight up punk music, not a ton of melody, throw this on. It's, it'll, it'll get you what you want, you know? And even Fat Mike has said many, many times that he doesn't, he doesn't even really consider this a no effects record because it doesn't represent wh- who they were after the fact. Like he always says S&M Airlines is no, is the start of no effects as we know it. So I understand that. 
totally yeah. understand that. If I had to pick a song, a favorite off this one, it would be Mr. Jones. Uh, a lot of the song is instrumental and heavier, which was kind of different, especially for a punk band and especially on this record. But outside of that, yeah, man, it's a lot of the same stuff, but not bad. Still not bad at all. So that's my number 12, Liberal Animation, first record. What do you got for number 11? I can't believe their two newest records are so high up. I am surprised Coaster's so high up, honestly. Oh, yeah. That's well, probably number 11. Surprise. No, number 11 yeah. is Ribbed, their third album, oh, okay. 91. Okay. Uh, I mean, this is the most no effect sound from their first three albums, and it's it's the last one without Hefe. So we're almost to the good stuff, the great stuff. And it's, again, this is not this is not bad, but dude, Smelly does like nothing on the drums. He just fucking <laughs> a complete dud. And there's there's like no snotty harms, and like overall, this record is just it's it sounds the same. It's very similar to itself, and I don't Smelly- hate it. Does Smelly play on this record? Yeah, he left. He at okay, some yeah, you're point. right. Yeah, yeah he no, he let he left before their first record. Like, yeah, he only didn't play on one EP. I think it was right, but he came. He moved to like yeah, Santa Barbara or some shit, but he came back. Yeah, but yeah, dude, he does like nothing on this record, and it's fucking lame. But um, <laughs> I don't know. He's strung out, man. That's probably what it was. Well, he's sober and smelly, and he's got a big belly and living the good life provided <laughs> by punk. That's fine. Wow. Um, I don't know. I don't want you around, right? Mm-hmm. That's a song for this album. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's got a fun little waltz to it, and and there's fun parts, and they'll later expand on it in this song, and later on, and also in their career, they do it. They make it better, but it, it was kind of mm-hmm. cool to hear, like, oh, they're doing that that three note waltz thing so early on, and and making it fun. That's cool. So ribbed. It's not a bad album, but it's it's my number eleven. Number eleven. Okay, that's fine. So uh, my number 11 is Self-Entitled, 12th record. So at this point, we're getting into albums I would get on vinyl. So their their top 11, I would get on vinyl. Wow. I I like this record. I I do. I I really do like this record. It is kind of like the B-sides to Coaster, which is fine. And there are a couple moments that I think are pretty damn cheesy, but... Overall, I think it's I I don't really have any issues with it. I, there's some good songs like "Sellout" is a good song. Uh, my favorite song is "My Sycophant Other," and uh, I I think that's a I think it's a funny song. And then that that bridge with their um, with their uh, manager Ken, I think it's really funny because, especially if you've watched the the backstage passport documentary, like and how prominent Ken was in that <laughs> documentary. I don't have you ever watched it? Yeah, it's so funny and it's so dumb. And then having actually Ken on a song like that in a bridge, it's, it just, I thought it was really, I thought it was clever and it was fun and lighthearted and I don't know, it was good. Dude, this, I can't, I just can't. This album's fucking trash. Their first fucking song is about how if we just send hookers to war yeah, to give blowjobs, like, dude, what are you, 15? <laughs> that's I mean, just, look at the war on, look at the war bad. on record. This it's is 2000, but that was... That was a fitting time. That they, they that spawned a huge a rock against Bush thing. Like that was a huge fucking thing. That was two thousand and three. Yeah. This is ten years later, two thousand and twelve. Like grow up. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I fucking can. I hated this album so much. I can't believe you hated oh, it. Oh, it was that so bad. I was, still. I really enjoy it. 
dude, I like really the big, know. the big song, the big single. Xmas has been xed. Like it's just that song is. I mean, that's one of the weaker songs on the record. Dumb. This album is so dumb. I well, felt I embarrassed mean, listening to this. That being the biggest song, kind of goes along with the war on errorism because the biggest song on that song was Franco and American. That's a banger. That's the song. worst song. That's the worst song on the record. No, it's not. You just you you're trying to be a little punker guy. You're trying to be oh, a, you're so a liberal animation you're so guy. Dumb. You're so dumb. That's what you're trying to do. That's dumb. That's dumb. You're so dumb. That's dumb. You're dumb. Just dumb. So yeah, my number eleven, self-entitled. Get into it. Uh, get it on vinyl. It's glad we're done. Because I will. That. That's over. Jeez, why would you <laughs> fucking buy that on vinyl? Because I enjoy the record. I do. I would even buy. I would buy for a dollar and throw it in the trash can. I fucking swear <laughs> to God, I would. Buy it for for a dollar and give it to me. No, I'd throw it in the trash can. I would videotape myself throwing it in the trash can and send it to you. And then I would go to that trash can and take it out of the trash can <laughs> and keep it. <laughs> So, oh, win-win for me. Uh, so, what do you got for number 10? Number 10, single album. Ah, finally. Yeah. Fucking finally. This, this is their 14th, right? This is uh, yeah. 2021. This came out this year. Yeah. This is, this is pretty good. This is pretty what? damn good. Yeah. What? Yeah, their sound, their sound deviates a little bit from the normal structure. The album has some, has some sharper edges and heavier songs on it that are slow and sludgy. It's interesting. It's interesting. Again, this is in my in my orange phase where I think these are all just like they're just going through whatever. But it's not a bad album. I don't know why you think it's a bad album because it's not in, in, in any way. Oh no, it's not a bad. No, I never said any of their records. It's your are fucking bad. least favorite. Like, yeah, I know, it is my least stupid. favorite, but it's not that's, bad. That's literally fucking stupid. That is the epitome of stupid. If you look in dictionary and it's your rankings of no effects and with your picture on it, and that's stupid under the ah, definition of stupid. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> but. Because dude, this is okay. So my favorite song on this is Doors and Fours, and this is weird fucking post-hardcore country sound thing that they got going on, and it's bizarre and it's super interesting, and they're not a band to push to push the, the, the to, to push their own envelope. Yeah, they have like verbally they 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 say things verbally that piss people off, but like musically they do the same shit over and over and over and over and over, and the single album. Yeah. That song specifically is one of like the craziest things besides the decline, that 18 minute epic that they did, mm. which actually isn't that epic. It's just a long no. song. Yeah. But Doors and Fours is one of the weirdest, most obscure things that they've ever done musically. And it was cool. Like, I, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, 75 years later, No Effects is finally able to write a different sound and make it sound cool. I liked it. I liked the single <laughs> album. It was good. I wouldn't get on vinyl though. Yeah, of course. It's like I think it's like seventeen dollars on the Fabric site. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah, agreed. I I did almost buy. It. I I did almost pre-order it though. I'm glad I didn't. So my number ten is Wolves and Wolves Clothing. Dude, you just I'm done. I'm Their out. Their tenth record. I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I'm out. Whatever you say oh is going to be stu- pure stupidity. Uh, th- this is this is a good record, but it's um, <laughs> there's a there's a there. There are moments on this record where I just get kind of bored. What, what, then, what moments? What song? I don't. Even, I can't even think right now. But it's. I just, know you don't think ever. That's your problem. You know, don't ever think. My, I know it, it. It. Yeah, I don't know. I just. You got me Benny feisty, got, kid. You better. You better. Ben, Benny, Benny got blown up. Are you kidding me? No, I was gonna say I love that song. I love Fuck that song. You and, fucking love that song. And my my second favorite no effect song of all time is on this record, and that's seen double at the Triple Rock. I think that that song is is perfection in two and a half minutes. It has the the kind of complicated, weird riff, 
It has the the speed. It has kind of like the weird timing when the bass and the drums kick in. It and then the bridge. The the harms in the bridge are so cheesy, but they they fit so well within the song. And the lyrics are stupid and silly. It's a it's a perfect song. I mean, seeing it double at the Triple Rock is a perfect song. It's so much fun to sing along to, and see, trying to sing the harms is so much fun and. Love the riff. I don't know. I I think it's an amazing song, and maybe that's kind of why I rank this album a little bit lower because it's you get like these these three songs: USA Holes, Benny Got Blowed Up, and Seeing Double. Those three songs are just so like beyond good that it kind of overshadows the rest of the record, and it kind of it kind of kills it a little bit because the record's not bad at all, but those three songs are just way too good. So especially Seeing Double, but. Yeah, I, I I like Wolves. I, I do like this record, but it's definitely, you know, okay. it has low, lower moments. So. That is 100% wrong. You're actually wrong <laughs> in your assessment, but that's fine. All right. So, yeah, what do you got for number nine? Uh, the War on Errorism. Okay. Their ninth record, right. actually, nine on nine. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, this is cool. I like I liked this record in concept because this the, the whole, like, website, the punk voter, punkvote.com thing they set up and... It was just cool that they got people into voting and and stuff like that. I thought that was fun and the whole Rocky against Bush thing. That era of, of punk music was fun. It was just like a lot of kids getting into voting and 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 you know getting into politics. Mm-hmm. It was cute, but the, the honestly the main problem I have with this is that I heard Wolves and Wolves Clothing first in its entirety, and mm-hmm. I don't like objectively i just don't think it's as fun as wolves even though i think this is almost identical to wolves clothing but i just don't think it's as fun dude it's come on but it's just i I don't know i I, there's like 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 usa holes like idiots are taking over it sounds like usa holes it's the same fucking thing yes it does it's the same fucking song but that's no effects for you. Not. It completely is. I do. I. I. Yes, it is. I literally listened to both of these today because I wrote in my notes. I listened to them back to back. And there's a lot of times on the album of the week where I was like, "Oh, this sounds like this. This sounds like this. No effects song. This sounds like this. No." That's what they do. And if you if you if if you think otherwise, like you're fooling yourself. No, they they do write a lot of the same stuff, but I I wouldn't say it's not like a lot of the same yeah. stuff. It's like eighty percent of their of their catalog is the same fucking song, <laughs> and not like the same songs. It's one song that they just do over and over and over and it's changed the lyrics to match like the times. Well, they do it well because it's funny and it's fun and like we can get behind it. It's super easy to get behind. It's dumbed down (laughs) for everybody is what it is. But that's fine. Yeah, the war and errorism, but you're fucking silly. To think that Franco Un-American is not like one of the catchiest songs they've ever written. Yeah, because it's popular and because like you thought you were a cool guy for a long time, but... No, Come I'm a on, cool guy, man. You clear like Franco on American is so fucking dumb, and it's oh my god, it's so irritating and <laughs> how catchy it is. And it's that last that last part of the chorus when he says Franco and then rushes Franco on American part. Yeah, just, oh my about. god, dude, it's so fucking catchy. It's irritating, uh, and I really don't like the keyboards in it. It just it doesn't sound good. It just it's not a good song. Yeah, because it's popular. I don't know. I, well, yeah, I, get, it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, totally. Get it. That's that's huh? the reason why. That, that's I why knew, one of my favorite. That's I why one of my favorite like songs song. is one of their biggest songs. Okay, that makes sense. Because it's popular and because it's catchy. Like I said, one of my favorite No Effects songs is one of their more most popular songs. But that's okay. That is true. 
So you're seeing Double the Triple well. Rock was like the song they always started with on the dock, on the backstage pass dock. Whenever they played a show, they always started the show with that song. They always yeah, opened the show song. with that song. It's a great, it's a great song. song. Great album. You hate it though. It's not a big deal. I like the album. So that was your number nine. I'm mad, Ty. I'm mad. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, my number nine is also the war on terrorism. Oh, fine. I hate all of everything you're about. <laughs> Why? This is because your number, your number nine ten. Well. Because your number ten was wolf. Like you couldn't just switch them. If you switched them, I wouldn't be as mad. <laughs> but it's true. The war on terrorism. I, I mean, I, as an entire album, I I enjoy the war on terrorism more. I, I like I said, the only song that I never really liked was Franco and American. But otherwise, the album is really good. I like the 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 just how good everything sounds. Like from just sonically it sounds much better than like most of their other records and it's just it's kind of because with wolves it was them kind of just doing like weird things here and there but errorism was more of like a straight punk record and it was fun it was exciting but with like a higher production value which and but and they did it really well like like with that what's called like the fat wreck sound or the fat sound whatever it's good and Idiots are taking over. I love that song too. That I mean, it's just that that opening bass line. It's so it's like so overdone, but it's really good, and I like it. And it's super catchy. Love love that song. Love that song. I get this record for like fifteen twenty bucks for sure. Twenty bucks. I get Wolves for twenty bucks, but you you actually grabbed it before I could because I was yeah. gonna get it. But you you got it before I did. Oh, Nichols. dude, it was no brainer. It was like seventeen dollars too. It was no brainer. Yeah, see, it was easy. I would have gotten it, but you kidding me right you, now? You joke my ass, dude. I don't joke. I don't joke asses. So, uh, so yeah, my, that's my <laughs> number nine. So, what's your number eight? First ditch effort. Finally, finally, yeah, fucking finally, fucking. Dumb. Honestly, do you like our top seven? I think are now in line. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty except, much, except for wolves, I guess. Wolves and then yeah, yeah wolves is, is the only one. You're wolves and self entitled, those were the two that that really kind of that differed a lot. I feel <sighs> so dumb. Um, yeah, <laughs> first ditch effort, their thirteenth record, and I may rank this higher because this is right after self entitled. Mm-hmm. So I listened to this back to back from self entitled. So I was on a, a very very low low at this point. <laughs> Hello, yeah. So I, I mean, I didn't go back and listen to First Ditch again to to rent, but whatever. But I, this is number eight, dude. This is a like what a comeback from Self Entitled. Strong okay. harms were here. Great oh, melodies. Yeah. There were some oh, super yeah. aggressive songs that we haven't heard from them in many years. Generation mm-hmm. Z, again, dude. This starts mm-hmm. off slow and dramatic and it turns into a solid punk song. It's just normal, no effect stuff. But it's something that self entitled didn't do, and then the ending of that, they, like the ending part of this, is where it gets into the, again a real cool post hardcore sound, and it gets real damn good. And then we see that again in their next album. So this is the this, this is the last track in this album. It's like six minutes long. It's a long fucking song for them, <laughs> and I just I I I loved it. I love that they went forward on this one. Again, in, in, in retrospect, I may have just been a little bitter because I fucking hated Self-Entitled so much that this may be rated a little too high. I think so. I think I, so. But even then, I, I probably would knock this down maybe to like, this is number eight for me, I maybe would knock this down to like 11 at most. Because I did really enjoy this. 
All right, I I don't I don't get it. I just I don't don't understand it. You probably honestly you probably didn't listen to the ending part of the entire album and you miss like the transition into the next album. Oh it's easy to miss because it's, it's you know like the song stops and it kind of like tricks you in like one of those like secret song offspring type of things. So you probably missed it. It's not a big deal. Well, it happened, it happened to me anything. too a lot well, of times. I, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't miss, I don't miss anything. We all know that. So, all right. So that was your number eight. Uh, the really very wrong uh, first stitch effort. Uh, my number eight is uh, S and M Airlines second record. Uh, this this one is just it's it's a little bit more refined liberal animation. It's a little bit more catchier, a little more experimental if, with with um, kind of little instrumental parts and buildups and. I like what they were trying to do just because they were just, they were experimenting a little bit and it was fun. It was exciting. Like the, my, my favorite song is drug free America. The first half of the song is instrumental and then it just has, but it just has, it's this great buildup into like the punk song. And I mean, for, for a band like no effects who could barely play their instruments in the eighties to write a song like that was pretty cool. It was, it was exciting. It was, it was just straight up fun. So that's my number eight is S and M Airlines. It's just a really fun record. I have this on vinyl. Uh, I got this one for probably like ten cents when we break down all the prices. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and this is um, free. Like, nah, I gotta say, I gotta say something. I got, I paid something for it. So, uh, so yeah, th- this is a really good record. I, I, I do enjoy this one a lot, and I've gone back to it a few times, especially since I got it on vinyl. I've listened. Sometimes I'll just go through all my no effects stuff on vinyl because I've actually more than I initially thought. I mean, you after have. this week. I have I have S and M. I have Punk and Drublick. I have Heavy Petting Zoo, um, Coaster, and one more. Oh, and then I have the live record. They still sell. Oh yeah, yeah. So I have five records, including a live record, but still more than I initially thought I had. I forgot I had that many. I mean, still more than you had a year ago. But there you go. That's <laughs> true. That's very true. So yeah, that's my number eight. So what do you got for number seven? Uh, so ribs is still in the in contention for you. It's that's mm-hmm. okay. Well, that's mm-hmm. dumb, but okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> number seven. <laughs> this is the last of things that, unless it was dirt cheap, I would not buy it on vinyls. Oh my god, here we go. Number seven is coaster. <sighs> One fierce okay. beer coaster. Okay, and this is their eleventh album. Um, it's a solid album. And and there's a lot of times on here where they do a great job at the back and forth call and answer thing. Mm-hmm. Eddie Bruce and Paul is a fast one. I think that's a banger of a song. But uh, like overall, I don't know. It's a rehash of other albums, and it's not a knock on them. Again, it's just that's no effects. That's their sound. And realistically, this album had to fall somewhere. Like my next three just my, uh, kind of had to fall somewhere, and I had to pick out faults in them someplace. Oh no. Cause they can't all be number one, but, but what, what really, what really irritated me is that Tegan and Sarah song. Yeah. That it's a cheesy song. God damn. Do you like that's See, it's like shit like that. That really irritates me about no effects are so fucking lazy sometimes in their songwriting. And that is a perfect <laughs> example. It's so fucking pathetic. <laughs> it's so fucking lazy. Oh, it makes me so mad. I can't even listen to it. I skip it. I skip it. <laughs> I cannot listen to that song. It's unlistenable. Uh, I, I understand that. I do understand that it is it is an extremely cheesy song, but the rest of the record, to me, at least makes up for that one song. There's there's a couple songs on here. There's probably like four songs on here that I think are just absolutely 
A team, no effects. Everything mm-hmm. else I think is like B to B minus. It's number seven. Like it's fucking number seven. It's not that's okay. like that's a gets it's the better half. Yeah, I thought this was going to be much lower for you, just simply out of spite. I thought you were just going <laughs> to rank it lower out of spite, but that's fine. I'm glad. I'm glad. It, I'm glad it's at least seven. That's. I don't fuck around with our rankings. I don't fuck around with our rankings and our three oh. point rating system. Our patented three point rating system. I don't fuck around with it. I hold true, true blue baby, <laughs> all day long. Wait, so what would you rate this out of our world famous rating system? Well, that's not fair because then you can get a, 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 a gist of what I'm going to rate the other ones, and I don't, oh, don't want to do that. I don't want to give any spoilers. Oh, My favorite song, okay. Blasphemy, mm-hmm. The Victimless Crime. Oh, yeah. Holy that's a good fuck, song. dude. That is a, that's damn good. No, that's the A team, no effects stuff. Dude, good bass noodling, <laughs> which doesn't. A, that's an A team, no effects one? Because we don't, it's not often where we just get good bass noodling while Fat Mike sings. Yeah. It's, okay. it's whenever he sings, it's always just like a, a normal like ascending or descending riff that's going mm-hmm. on he doesn't noodle a lot he you know, when he sings he noodles a mm-hmm. lot but never when he sings and this song is incredibly fun and the chorus yeah. holy fuck dude one of the most fun choruses yeah. you would hear in, <laughs> in their later years i guess blasphemy blast for you jesus christ the blackest jew dude it's so <laughs> it's so funny. dumb it's so stupid uh and this, That's a this, really good song, though. This was an appropriate time to just be outwardly, verbally aggressive in their obnoxious lyrics, because yeah. they're you know they're not they're not in their forties yet. They're they're still in their thirties, and like we're in our thirties. Maybe that's why I hate them so much in their 40s is because we're in our 30s <laughs> and I think we're still immature. But when we get to our 40s, if we're still immature, maybe we will think differently. Maybe in 10 years from now, when we, re, when we redo a NoFX album, we, we re-rank everything, it'll be different. I don't know. Yes. Like self-entitled would probably be your favorite. That Oh, man. That'll be a fucking cold day in hell. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Coaster's your number seven. Good job. Good job. Uh, so my number seven is Ribbed. Third record. Uh, this one, this one is where you can hear the melodies start to come in. This is where you can hear they're they're finally starting to refine the sound of No Effects. Obviously, you get that once Hefe joins the band, which is right after this. And uh, this is a really good, solid punk record. Straight up snotty. This is one of this is like the last time where where Mike sounds like a snotty punker, which is really cool because th- there's little glimpses of it like in the '90s like the mid nineties and stuff. But yeah, this is a, this is a solid record. I really like ribbed. And, uh, my favorite song is new boobs. I mean, <laughs> I mean, first of all, that's a fun title to say, but the song is like a punch in the face. It's, it's just a really, it's probably the, to me, it's like one of the more exciting songs on the record because of its kind of speed and kind of intensity, I guess you could say. Maybe it's not even the most intense song on the record, but for whatever reason, this song just really is just solid. And I love the snottiness of the record. It's but funny. That's a funny song. He says the word jugs, yeah. too. <laughs> Who says jugs? A fucking 12-year-old? Yes. But <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. But, but yeah, Ribbed is my number seven. So this is a great record. So get into that. I actually want to listen to their live record where they played this, this album in its entirety. Like I think it was like three or four years ago they did that. Yeah, and so I have I don't know why I've never listened to it, but I'm going. I'm probably going to this week when I have a little bit of time. But. It was actually uh, recommended to us too by a friend of the pod, uh, David. He um, when they oh, first dropped right. it, yeah, when we yeah. first started doing the pod, he was the one that told us to listen to it. We never did. Nah, because we're yeah, stupid. That's that's uh, fuck him, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> no, I said we're stupid. Yeah, no, you said fuck him, so that's fine. No, well, yeah, I'm sure I said that. Okay. This what fucking you, guy. Yeah, well. So what's your number six? White trash. White trash, two heaves in a beam. What? Yeah, they're fourth. This one that's dropped. that low for you? Yeah, this one dropped. It did. Wow. This one, this one dropped a little bit. This, this one, this one dropped. I think I would have probably ranked this fourth. This one dropped to six, so dropped Heavy two spots. Petting zoo's higher for you. So, like at this point, we're full on no effects here. We 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 got El Jefe in the band, and like already things are just more dynamic. Sandin yeah. is is he's riffing more. He's able to breathe outside of just being like a fast one two punk drummer, which is what irritated me the most about their first three albums. I just couldn't do it. But mm-hmm. it's it's a good album, but like in a no effects way, and I, I I like it because everybody is finally having a good time and everybody's finally there, and this is like their first album. Like this is their first album with their classic lineup. Everybody's having a good time. There's a lot of jokey songs on here. Johnny Appleseed, fucking banger, and the clo- yeah. the closer, the 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 bugly eyes, bugly eyes. Dude, funny, interesting stuff. White Trash is just, uh, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, this should be like their first album. Everything else should just be kind of like pretty no effects. Something else, negative zero X or something. I don't know. Negative zero X? What? What was it? What did they, what is it? Negative effects. Negative effects. Yeah, that's what it was. They stole the name from Negative Effects. Yeah. But yeah, White Trash, (laughs) number six. Okay. All right. That's your number six. My number six is Pump Up the Volume, their eighth record. I can't believe this is their eighth fucking record. This I can't is, uh, believe the records are so fucking ridiculous. So like Pump Up the Volume is is definitely the the transition from like a, a more punk sound to a more of a pop punk thing that they, they started to do. And I mean I I think this record is is fucking fantastic. I think I love this record. But uh it's it's a little bit slower at points, but it does have some of the more catchier moments. Like I think one of the catchiest songs they, they have is Bottles to the Ground. I mean, just the, the the kind of bar room kind of sing along to it is just so much fun, and it's it's a really good record. And the album cover is super fucking weird. And my favorite song, my favorite no effects song, is a B side from this record, and that's "Bath of Least Resistance." So I will say that right now. But if I had to pick a song, my favorite song from the record, it is "Bottles to the Ground." But um. Yeah, no, this is just like a straight up great pop punk record. And considering when it when it was made, it makes sense that they made made this kind of record after, you know, all of these bands blowing up around them and they're not getting the recognition. As much as they say they said like or they still say that, you know, Green Day, Offspring, Blink blowing up, you know, didn't affect them, it sure as shit did. Otherwise they wouldn't have made a record like Pump Up the Volume. That's just plain and simple. So mm. Great, great, great pop punk record. And uh, yeah, there you go. That's my number six. So what do you have for number five? Number five. I don't even want to go into your everything wrong that you just said. Number five is <laughs> 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 the album of the week, Heavy Petting Zoo. Oh, okay. That's still way higher than I thought you were going to put it. I'm proud of you. Oh. Proud of you, Jeff. It got lucky so, with that, too. So I did. No, I honestly did. I thought the, the album be, like, got bottom. lucky, too. We got lucky because yeah, well, oh, we'll get into it. We'll get into it uh, later. But uh, my number five then is Punk and Drublick, fifth record. Dave, why are you? Why are you? Why are you the way that you are? Honestly, 
What do you want me to do? Like literally every fucking thing out of your mouth. Like he's just like it's a crafted attempt at trying to like be what you think is a punker. Punk and Jobuk is your number fucking five. Like who are you trying to impress? Who are you trying to impress? How does that make you a punker when No Effects is supposed to be like the punker, the punkest of? They're not. The No Effects is 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 a is a they're they're a band that loves money more than anything, with a mask that pretends to be punker on the outside. (laughs) Having Punk and Jobuk as your number five is just it's. I love this record. What do you what do you? I got it on vinyl. What are you doing? I got it on vinyl. I love this record. What is going on? I do love it. It's straight up. It's it's just the. It's popular. This is, Just say it. This say is it's the popular. Epitome. That's why it's number five. This is what if if you show anybody no effects, you show them this record. This perfectly embodies the the height of no effects and their their popularity, their fame, and this and that. And that's great. I I I think it's a it's an amazing record. There's some really amazing songs. Don't call me white. Love that song. Jeff wears Bir- Birkenstocks. Another great fucking song. Those are my two favorites off this one. Um, it's just a straight up great punk record. Perfectly, the perfect amount of you know refinement and production with the punk styling and and everything that goes along with it. It's it, it's a it just it just sounds so good. It's just so perfectly balanced in every way. It's it's great. So yeah, punk punk and Drublick is my number five. I don't know why you hate it, but. I just I I think you're not being true to the rating system, and I don't. There must be somebody who listens to this pod that you're not that you're not telling that you want to impress with like your <laughs> your like obscure like, like cool, cool like punker fucking thing to, to rate number five. Like it's objectively like one of their top three albums, and it's but that's that's fine. Like you just you. Uh, oh my god! It's actually it's a, well no actually Punk and Drublick is in their top five. I'm getting a headache from your stupidity right now. I mean it is in the top five, right? It's true. Oh, you can't see me right can't now, but I? like I'm leaning back in my chair and I have like my head like cocked all the way back, like rocking back and forth and stuff. <laughs> I'm super irritated, but it's it's lost on the, the audio listeners. <sighs> that's fine. I guess all listeners would be audio, but that's fine. Okay. So what do you got for number four? Uh, so long. Thanks for all the shoes. Mm, so yes. long. Thanks for all the shoes. Their seventh album. This mm-hmm. is uh, this one kind of. This one always gets overlooked by me because, it's coming off of an era that I think, is just trying to, redefine itself from punk and drublick, and it's not in the era, which is my favorite of No Effects, which mm-hmm. obviously. You know my top three guess, but it's it's in a weird it's in a weird middle ground, and it's it's fucking good. It's so goddamn good, and it doesn't take itself seriously at all, and mm. it's kind of all over the place when it comes to genres and pacing. It's a killer album, and I like that it's that it's a like it's a middle or bottom tier pop punk no effects album yeah. because it's not presented as a pop punk album, but. There, it's a pop punk album, <laughs> as, as much as they pretend that it's not. But um, yeah. I don't know. It's 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 a banger, flossing a dead horse. This is an instrumental later in the point. album. It's a fun '90s song that's got like the horns going on, and you know it's a semi slower song that eventually leads to a double time, mm-hmm. and then it leads to court and session, which is fucking. A. It's one of their most. Uh, it's, it's one of their most catchy songs that they've done prior to their selling out pop punk phase and i will say this uh this album is also my number four 
So long and thanks for all the shoes. It is also my number four. So surprise, surprise, we match up once again. Uh, this was, I agree with you. This is like the, the this is the transition between Punk and Drublick and, and uh, Pump Up of the Volume. Like if you take Heavy Petting Zoo out of the, out of the scenario, this, this is a much easier transition between those two records because it does have a lot of pop punk elements, but not to the extent of Pump Up of the Volume. Like it's still, it's, it's just a great combination of those two records. And I mean, honestly, this was the, the second no effects record I ever got. And so this, this one also kind of holds like, you know, there's, there's nostalgia with this record as well. And my, my favorite song of this one is it's my job to keep punk rock elite. I still listen to this song so much. I think this is, it's a top, maybe no, it's not a top five, no effects, but it's top 10 for sure. And, uh, yeah, it's just this great combination of our transition for the band, not being too outlier or being just too weird. Like some other records are of theirs, but that's my number four is also so long and thanks for all the shoes. So what do you got for number three? All right. Now, now we're into the, what I call is the untouchables. These, these, these three no effects albums are fucking untouchable to me. Mm -hmm. I, I front to back. I think these are damn near perfect, if not perfect. And number three is wolves and wolves clothing. I can't believe it's ranked that high. That's unfucking believable. No, it's not unbelievable in any oh capacity. It's God. Their, their 10th album. I mean, I, <laughs> I get it. There's a lot of songs on here that are essentially pop punk songs, and they don't even hide it at this point. And, and no effects, just writing it out. Like, they're, they're doing the same thing over and over and over. But fuck, dude, there's just some incredible bangers on here that are so much fun and so catchy. Cool and like yeah. you've already mentioned a bunch that were unbelievably good. Cool and usual punishment. It's so fun. It's funny. It's catchy. It slowly rips. And then yeah. my, like my one of my favorite songs now because I, I have this on vinyl. I only have two. I have, I have this one pump of the volume. So I have this on the vinyls. And you will lose faith, which is like my new favorite Wolf song. And I just I I I love the guitar strum patterns. And I love the ending when they're just yelling, where is your God, over and over. It's so dumb and cheesy. <laughs> like, they, they, it's done. It's done, bro. You're 10 mm -hmm. albums deep and you're still doing that thing where you're, like, yelling <laughs> at people for having religion. That's, that's done. But I don't know. Yeah. To, put it, to put it in a pop punk way, I, I'm, I'm a sucker for it. I love it. I can't get enough of it. I know. You are a sucker for pop punk. Dude, Benny got blown up like you mentioned earlier. Oh. I love that song. God, that's a good fucking song. But this album starts and ends with the same song. It's 60% and the a reprise oh, okay. of it. Yeah, you around. love that word. You yeah. love that word. That's how you fucking say it. I swear to God. That's how you say it's it. It's reprise. It's reprise. Reprise. I talked to the guy that invented it. It was actually Sinatra. Yeah. For reprise records. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. What about USA Holes? You don't like that song? That's a banger of a song. But yeah, I, I, I mentioned that song. I love the lyrics in it too. Love the lyrics in that one. Uh, what, like what, what? What does he say? Like he, he, she's got her head cranked back, telling you a joke. Yeah. The, the oh, then, and then she the, turns her head and waits for the impact, and then it just like goes into the song. Oh, so I love that that line leading it's so back into frantic. the music. But but it even is. like the instrumentals in the background, everyone's just kind of like picking along and just quiet. Yeah. But you da, know no, no, they're, no. they're just waiting. They're waiting yeah. for the drop to come in. <laughs> it's so good i love that song that's your number three wolves and wolves clothing that's my number three 
So my number three is White Trash, Two Heaves, and a Beam. So I will say the full title because that's what it's called. Uh, Spotify censors it. It's only called White Trash, which I fi- I found out this week, actually. I, I was very surprised. And you didn't you didn't know that either until I brought it up, but well, it's wild. To be fair, friend of the pod, David, brought it up to me. He's the one that told I didn't. I had no idea. Did he bring it up when when we did this that album on the pod? I don't remember. No, he brought it up to me when he when he stopped by for a visit. I texted you about it. No, you didn't. I texted yeah. you. No, you didn't. I yes, I did. No, you didn't. I no, sorry, I, I didn't did text, text you. Was, you. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Oh, dude, you're fucking out of your mind. No, we talked about it on the pod last week. That no, we did. no, yeah. no, 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 no. I you one hundred percent did not text me about it. I will, dude. I will, dude. I'm gonna look at. Hold on. I'll cut all this shit out. No, I fucking texted you about it. I know I did. No, you did not. I told you about it on the pod last week because David stopped by. No, no. I, t- no, I told no. you 100% yet. No, I I yeah. brought it up. It's okay. I mean, it's all right. You know, I don't think we texted about it. I think we talked about it. No, we did. Okay. Well, I mean, if we if you... No, this, you, is, this is what happened. No, this is what happened. You, you sent me the picture that David was there. And then I said, nice. What are you guys going to do? You said, nothing really. I work. I said, going to jam it all. And then I wrote, you notice that the title of the White Trash album on Spotify is censored. It, it's only listed as White Trash. And then you replied with, oh, snap, I just saw it. How stupid. That was on Tuesday. Why would Maybe I told David that then. You probably told David that. But Are you? Yeah, this, oh. I'm, I'm looking at the text right now. Well, I mean, yeah. it can be fabricated. Nobody knows what you're looking at. You're looking at something. Uh, so your number three, wait. Your number three was wolves. Yeah, wolves. Your number three okay. is white trash. Yeah, white trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, did yeah. you say that? Now I don't even yeah, know. I'm so confused sure on all did. these. Okay, so yeah. Said why would we be talking about this? Yeah, why would we? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yes, you're right. You're right. Uh, this one, I I never really got into this record until we did it on the pod like three or four years ago, and I didn't realize how long ago we did this episode until today when I looked it up. Was it really it was three like or four the, years ago? It was. I think it was, I think it said December 2017. Damn. It was like episode 60, yeah, of the pod. And I couldn't believe it. But yeah, so and and that was like when I really started listening to this record and I really got into it. Uh and I think this is the this I mean this is the first one with Hefe on it. And you could tell like they they've just like perfectly they've perfectly combined the like the traditional punk that they were doing with like these cool melodies with the funny songs with the 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 comedy and and the the weird instruments that Hefe brought along to it. I mean, what Hefe did to this band was just was just so just elevated the band exponentially. And I think and this record really shows that. It just shows like what the band was capable of and what they kind of became. But I felt like this was the this is like one of the most punk records they could have made. I really think that because it just it experimented enough to not be too weird, but it, it was still like punk enough in its roots to just remain like at that level. I don't know if that makes any fucking sense. It probably doesn't. I mean, I, I I get it. It's a perfect it's, combination of everything. It's hard to explain. Time. Like there's not a lot of bands that this happens to where they find their last member of like whatever classic line that they have and yeah. they truly get completed. Yeah. And Hefe was just like, it's unbelievable how, they found him and just he was like holy fuck you are the missing piece and he was just so different from the band because he came from a heavy metal background he came from a background of 
knowing musical theory, knowing how to play the guitar properly, knowing how to play other instruments. And he gets thrown into this punk band that have a hard time playing their own music. And he just kind of refined the band. And I mean, I know Mike writes most of the songs, if not all of them, but what he contributed to the band was so much more than just songwriting. It was like, it was like confidence and it was just like pushing, pushing Mike to write different kinds of songs and for the band to, play different kinds of styles and Hefe was a huge part i think he's like outside of mike writing the songs i feel like Hefe is the biggest part of this band absolutely i mean he, he pushed he melvin to, to get better and yeah. he allowed smelly to be a drummer and not just a fucking yeah. boring punk drummer and and also like you know uh reading and listening to the the hepatitis bathtub even mike said that you know when when Hefe joined he kind of taught he kind of showed mike like this is what you should be doing with your voice. This is, this is how you can make the songs really good. Let me kind of teach you how to harmonize and do this and that. So Hefe taught him not how to sing, but how to like write or go about writing music differently and melodies and, and harmonies differently. And I mean, it shows obviously because starting with this record, the style of the band changed quite a bit. So this is a great record. Uh, my favorite song, uh, Sticking, it, Sticking in My Eye, I just love the simple bass intro and then it just kicks in fast and snotty and this is like them kind of still going with their their punk roots but just a little bit more complicated and a little bit more intricate and I, I really like that. And also Sold Out, that's another, the first song is another, a great way to present the this record. And uh, yeah, th- those, are my, those are my top two. So White Trash is my number three for No Effects. Oh. So what do you got for number two? Punk and Drublick, number okay. two. Yeah. Hmm. It's, Silly boy talk, but okay. It's a good album. I, I know it's popular. I know people <laughs> like it. I know it's iconic. I get it. Uh, Whatever. But this is, uh, the difference between this and Heavy Petting Zoo is this was done before like the late 90s punk rock resurgence where all of the bands started getting popular, like The Offspring, like Green Day, like Rancid. This was done like right before that, so there was no there was no need to piggyback. My fault with having Petting Zoo is that it was a clap back to Punk and Jumba getting popular, and they're like, well, no, we're still a punk band. Look at Heavy Petting Zoo. So whatever. <laughs> but Punk and Jumba, dude, this is come on. I have zero complaints on this in any capacity. I agree that this is a great representation of No Effects, but I also think it's a great representation of like a transitional 90s punk sound there's a lot of things going on in the 90s that just didn't work for a lot of bands and punk and drubla kind of did a lot of things there was a lot of punk sounds there's a lot of punk rock sounds there's hints of like the heavier grunge stuff there was a little bit of like third wave ska there was a lot of things that they were doing in here but it was all it wasn't like well crafted. It was just like a band that just wrote a bunch of cool songs and just happened to be really fucking good. Whereas later on, they'll they'll kind of try and recapture that in like well crafted songs. Like they grew up, they got better. Mm-hmm. But this was just almost like a fluke. Like Two Heaps and a Bean, I think is great. It's a fantastic album. But Punk and Drublick, like come on, come <laughs> I mean, on. I, I, I think what Punk you, and Drublick. What are you great. fucking talking about? It is no, it's it's an amazing record. I'm not like, I'm like you're like, you're like one of those that. fucking guys that like ranks like fucking Hendrix below 
edge or something. Just stupid talk. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, like, okay, get yeah, out of here. Like, come See, on. You're, you're just making things what up. Are you, punk and Drublix, like, number five for you? you? Like, you what are you talking about? You just make, you're just making things up. That's what try, you do. You, you try way too hard. Just don't try so hard. It'll Let, let it, it come naturally. Everything I do is natural. Let it be normal. organic. <laughs> oh, that's another word. That should go on the no-no list. No more organic. But uh, uh, my favorite song is The Bruise. The Bruise, it's, it's, it's okay. hard not to choose. Just such a fucking goddamn good drinking song. Mm-hmm. And I, I've never looked at the lyrics of this because I like not knowing what he says most of the time and just mouthing my own thing. And so I did look up the lyrics this week, finally, after so many decades of listening to this. And it's loaded with so many Jewish references that I've never known. Is it really? Yeah. (laughs) This song is like well written. I I guess like from a Jewish standpoint, I guess. Yeah. But it's... it's, Just him kind of criticizing the religion and culture and stuff. Just like fucking, I don't know. I'm not Jewish. So just a lot of like throwbacks and, and, and I don't know. What do you, what do you, anecdotes to Jewish things? Yeah, I, I mean, know, he, I mean, he makes fun of all religions, honestly. But there's a lot of things he says in here that I've just I've never known that he says that, and I thought it was funny. Mm. But it's a good song. It, God damn, it's good. This whole album is so good. It's so unbelievably good. It is great. I'm Fucking surprised you don't fifth. have it on the vinyls. Fifth. I can't believe you don't have it on the vinyls. I don't see. I never see that at Nichols. If I saw it at Nichols new, because I knew it'd be it'd be like twenty bucks. I'd buy it. Yeah, I bought it. I bought it new for twenty two. Yeah, I'd buy it for twenty two easy, so, but I'm, I've, it's never at Nichols. Is that the only place that would sell it? Grace would sell it. Grace Zia would only, probably sell Grace, it. Grace really, I don't go to Zia. Even though I don't even dislike Zia, I, I come to like Zia a lot more in these past year. But Grace, Grace only has like their new album. But that's where I bought um, Pump of the Volume for. It, it was at Grace. Oh, you did? No, yeah, I didn't know that. Shit, why didn't you buy it for me? Um, I think there's only one copy, so I didn't even ask. Oh well, I mean, you should have bought it for me, but that's. <laughs> You don't even like it. It's like your like album. Oh my god! Oh my god! My it's ranked below fucking. It, it's in the, it's in my top six. It's in my top six. Come on. Whatever. So your number two is Punk and Drublick. Uh My number two is Coaster. Coaster is my number two. Their eleventh record. Uh, this one, damn dude, the nostalgia is so strong with this one. I have I don't know I don't know what it was about this like this one year of my life and listening to this record just pretty much on repeat I don't know why I don't know what it was about I I can't even explain what it was about this record that just connected with me and I just I had so much fun listening to it my uh top 3 top 3 um uh no effect song comes from this and that's suits and ladders that is the back and forth between Mike and, and Melvin on this one are just, I just love it. I think it sounds so good. The the bass playing, it's, dude, I fucking love this record. I mean, yeah, the Tegan and Sarah song is cheesy and stupid, but everything else makes up for it. Everything else. You know, the Quitter is another fucking banger. We called it America. A Blasphemy, like you said. Uh, My Orphan Year, the lyrics on that one are really dark and really kind of just sad. Dude, this this album has a, has a bit of everything. It has like kind of the lounge sounding song. It has some ska parts. It has the straight punk stuff. It, it's 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 a great combination of kind of everything they've done, and then still kind of thrown in the the fat wreck sound that they're that they're like known for in the last twenty years or so. I I think this is just a really great record, and 
and also I listened to this record so much like during uh, the World Cup in 2010. Mm. Like this was like this to me this this was the album of my summer of 2010. I can't tell you how many times I listened to this just going out mountain biking, going to the gym, going to hang out with friends or just hanging out at home like I had this record playing all the fucking time. There's just so much nostalgia with it. It's it's insane. And uh and I have it on vinyl. Paid a little bit extra for it, but it's okay. I I love it and you know, this is one of the few no effects records where the album is named differently and has different album artwork because of the vinyl. So on vinyl, it's called Frisbee. And on the cover, it's it's Melvin with the record throwing it like a Frisbee to his dog. And it's it's very 70s aesthetic. And I don't know, it's it's cool. They only I think they only pressed like 600 copies of this record. So it's still kind of hard to come by. But I ended up getting a really good deal on my copy. But overall, yeah, it's, it's a little bit pricey for a, for a vinyl, but... I love this record. I love Coaster. Love Coaster. Okay. All right. It's my it's my record, man. I love it. I don't know why you hate it. Okay. So, what do you got for number one? Pump up the volume because I'm a cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, you took my spotlight on that one. Sure. Yeah. Pump up <laughs> the volume. That's that's my number one. Their, uh, their eighth album, the year 2000. Honestly, this is like this is like Punk and Jubbuck Part 2. Popified, oh, this, way popified. Yeah. This is like uh, this is like they rewrote Punk and Drublick. There's another fucking drinking song on this one for God's sakes. Like it's like the same fucking album. It's just very pop punk. There's but there's but the, the songs here are just as fast and aggressive, and and the fun and excitement is ramped up. There's some serious harms on here, and I this is a fucking perfect album. It is a fucking perfect album. It is unbelievable. It's great. It's great. Like everything about it is good. Like, like the last song, "Thief from a No FX album. They we're inter- for finally introducing the band and and all that they are completely useless for. And it's funny, and it gets faster mm. at the end. Songs like "My Vagina," just obnoxious That's for the sake of being obnoxious, but not in a Tegan and Sarah type of way. Like that song they did about Tegan and Sarah. Yeah. That's just yeah. dumb. That's just bad writing. My vagina is thought out. It's they're, still pretty bad writing. There Come are on, there are parts. No, it's not. There are parts of that <laughs> that I had no idea even existed on the female body. Are you kidding me? The fuck <laughs> out of here! Get out! It was, of it was here. like an anatomy class in two minutes. That's what it was. Yeah, which we never had as a child growing up. I I mean I never took that, <laughs> and we did health in 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 uh, high school. But I had Mr. Malavar, the fucking wrestling coach, and all we did was oh yeah, watch stupid shit videos and talk about wrestling and other dumb shit. So I never got a health class. So yeah, my 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 intro to like female anatomy was my vagina by No Effects. Wow, what a time to be alive, huh? Dude, this is we grew up in the public school system. What do you, what do you expect? <laughs> what do you expect? Dude, Good this point. is an ama- this is an amazing album and songs like Dinosaurs Will Die, catchy as shit. Oh, that's a right? great song. Too. Amazingly catchy. Take two placebos yeah. and call me lame. That beginning song. part, they've done that before and they will do it after. Very catchy song, but again, this is another one. Of the, I have this on the vinyls, and this is another one that I kind of go through. I listen to this probably like once a month, like in its entirety. And okay. my current favorite song is "Thank God It's Monday" because I just I love that back and forth. When they tell you what you really think about, like Monday, and then they <laughs> like the back and forth vocals, yeah. love it. Can't, they do it just, really well. Can't get enough of it. 
and it's a super short song. It's not even two minutes long. The entire album is 30, 30 minutes with like 15 songs. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's, it's a punk record with like a pop punk presentation. Correct. Correct. That, that's and the a good cover, way of putting it. And the cover I found out this week, even though it's on the back, I, somebody, I was looking it up. The cover's a doll. It's not a person. It's a doll. Yeah. Yeah. It's a puppet. It's a, yeah. I, I never knew that yeah. until somebody on a Reddit thread was like, oh, it's a doll. Like, check out the, check, check out the liner notes in your, on, your, on your vinyl. And I opened it up. I'm like, sure, shit, right there. Fucking Danny Burton did the doll. <laughs> what the hell? I always thought uh, it was like a so midget you, or that's something. Why you should read, that's why you should read the liner notes. Come on, man. I What's never the point did. of collecting vinyl? What's the point uh, of collecting vinyl? Well, I had this on CD too. I had this on CD for such a long time. You never the liner time. notes? Come no. On. Come well, on. Well, to be fair, I had one of those little bins—not the bin, but the little booklet you put all the CDs into, and then you oh, just yeah. stack yeah. your CDs somewhere else. But you never, you never did the thing where like you put the the actual booklet from oh, the like CD behind it or anything behind it. Yeah, you never did nah. that. No, nah, no. Nah, nah. Oh, I did that. Nah, oh hell yeah, nah, I did that. No, 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 no. Why? Why wouldn't you do that? Uh, I don't know because I didn't want to. I had a lot of CDs because my my I mom belonged to the Columbia House, and I just I had I had a stupid amount of CDs that I never listened to. Like I had a stupid <laughs> amount of records I never listened to. This is, wow, this is just weird. This is becoming it's a weird callback. Yeah, it is. It's come for full circle. Yeah. Now now instead of paying a penny for for Evil Empire by Rage, I'm I paid twenty five dollars for it. It's finally the the price has finally caught up to you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's fun. <laughs> now, now you're gonna purge all of your records. So, so when you do that, let me know, and then I'll buy a lot of them from you. Yeah, I would. Dude, if somebody offered me like fifteen to twenty grand for all my records, I'd take it. I probably I would too. Yeah, because like on like the median on Discogs for all my records is like twenty five. If I'm in a ballpark a number, <laughs> I yeah, I take it. I take it. I probably would too. A lot of money. It is. It is. And honestly, if you wait, if you kind of buy everything again over the next couple of years, you'll probably spend less than the twenty than the twenty or twenty five grand you would have sold it for. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've I haven't spent much on. I just added up all my numbers actually at the beginning of this month, and it's not a lot. <laughs> You're fucking wild. I know. <laughs> Uh, okay, so your number one is Pump Up the Volume. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my number one is Heavy Petting Zoo. So that's our album of the week. So I'm not going to talk about it right now. Go listen to the main episode because that's what we're getting into. And uh, while you're listening, go to Apple Podcasts, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Thank you all for listening. And that's it. That's all. Mm.